So welcome to a very special episode of the Tepper Take. Today we're going to be talking about songs that were written for films but which became more popular than the films um as well as some very personal uh favorite songs used in films um but we've never really talked about music much before other than eurovision i guess um <laughs> which is that? the pinnacle it's the pinnacle of music <laughs> it's the pinnacle mean, of music yeah. performances yeah yeah uh, we, we 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 talked about the best to be fair um <laughs> so yeah. we thought we'd enlist the help of a good friend and fellow podcaster, a Mr. Sean Carrick. Why do you laugh at friend Sean. and podcaster? I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. It's like friend, friend. It's great, to be, it's great to be here, guys. First time as a guest on another podcast, actually. So um, it's going to be it's quite oh, nice yeah. sort of sitting back and, you know, just uh, chipping in. Seeing uh, yeah, Sam well, on the other side instead of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seeing the sweat patch just as form on my shirt. They're already there. It's boiling. <laughs> it is fucking hot today. Um so yeah, I mean you're our first guest uh, as well. So thanks for joining us, Sean. Oh wow. Um so Sean, you know most of us uh from uni. We go I, think I do indeed. We we're just, just talking about it's been like ten years uh since we all started uni um and sean and i fresh faced yeah sean and i we um we kind of got to know each other we we kind of joined together to form our little like first year film production team and i Mm -hmm. we posted uh not posted we um we must have filmed and put together some absolute bizarre (laughs) shit films (laughs) for our poor lecturer car it's so weird isn't it because you know when you're that young you sort of have all the ideas but I didn't have the edit thing back then. And you even see it in like, when I, I still do writing and everything like that now. Yeah. But you just don't have that back then. So you just throw all these ideas out at like another madcap you meet in your class like you. And then you're just like, oh yeah, we could do this and that and that and that. And before you know it. You yeah, that'd be amazing. Let's jump off a roof. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did a film. And before you know it. Sorry, yeah we did a oh. film where um i think i was i was coming hot off like inception and i was like i want to do like a cliffhanger ending <laughs> so it was this whole film about this guy sitting on like a high wall it was, be- it was definitely not high enough that he would die <laughs> if he fell but um and then i i ended it with like oh is he gonna jump or is he not oh it's so deep and i just cut to credits so proud of it and then we took it to lecture um to the lecture and uh <laughs> lecture carl tore us a new one it was a great learning learning experience <laughs> but it was fucking brutal <laughs> oh man sounds amazing though that yeah. i could deserve the brutality if that still exists i don't remember that one release it as an nft and i will happily pay up <laughs> i'll cough up some money for that i'm sure I, i'm sure i burned it after that lecture <laughs> it's like he doesn't like my art <laughs> and then um you, I think you've appeared as as an extra in uh, one of Matt's productions. Is that right, Matt? I'm sure, probably a few actually. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my Sat IMDb. Sat at the County Arms. 
Oh yeah. yes, God, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, I, don't, which I can't remember. Recall which. Yeah, go on. There was two. I think there was two. There was one called "Deliver Us from Evil," I think, which is actually quite a good one, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there's another one which is called "The Locket," which I was acting in, and oh my god, yes. it's awful. Yes, <laughs> it's totally I remember visual. that. Yeah. I particularly be, yeah. remember being mesmerized by that train scene where it's like you were going, I mean, you were on a train to Southampton or something. But the way that the background <laughs> moved with the camera zooming in actually looked really good. Um, I think there was like a ticking but, clock sound effect when it was happening as well. Yeah, there was, there was. I think it was like the locket or something, wasn't it? No, the locket was, right. a, was that a clock. I can't it's remember. Yeah. I think it was like the, <laughs> it's a locket. Yeah. I was like yeah. the alarm clock or something. Photos and a clock. So yeah. we're just ripping off Nolan at this point. <laughs> Pretty, Pretty much, much yeah. I think it was kind of that time, wasn't it? Yeah, what then, about a oh. hundredth of the budget or a thousandth of the budget? Do you know what I mean? Uh, not even that, I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> God. yeah. a millionth of the budget. Addison, did you have any so, Nolan-like ideas in, at uni? No, I didn't do too much of the film stuff, did I? I was because I was doing half that and half film studies. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't think I was ripping off too much. I was probably ripping off uh, David Fincher at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to do all these murder mysteries and stuff like that. Nice. I can't even remember what you, we did for the film production. Kind of cannot remember. I can't remember too much. Well, we yeah. tried the satire that was back to the film first. Oh, like, yeah. That was like the end of it, wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Was, yeah. Yeah. Somebody you watch back and you're just like, how the fuck? Like, what, what was coming out of my head? Like, yeah. Um, a lot of ours had like, this moral at the end of the story as well. We had this, um, we worked with a guy called Tom and somehow he was always like the kind of weird character in our, uh, in our films. <laughs> and we did. I still remember your one with like the haunted, uh, Thomas, the tank engine. thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I remember that. To this yeah, day. Yeah. It was like yeah. a, a guy haunted who goes out and rediscovers his childhood. <laughs> yeah. He was sitting yeah. on like a swing, wasn't he? Or something in a onesie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> onesie, yeah. <laughs> Thomas the Tag Engine. Um, yeah, so, uh, I remember. Sorry, I was going to say, I just uh, remember that time because I think it's almost like you don't. It's also along with the editing thing. You know, it's like the first time you're working with other people, and you don't really have that that sort of thing you to say. Maybe this is a shit idea, mate. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like just go along with it. Everyone yeah. thinks that. It, yeah, exactly. Which uh, doesn't really get you anywhere. But um, yeah, the Tom Knight and the Sam Payne Carrick partnership was sort of like the the Burton and Johnny Depp sort of <laughs> vibe going on, wasn't it? It was uh, a bit less good times. <laughs> yeah, I hope that guy's all right now. I don't yeah. know, I haven't heard from him for a bit. But hello, Tom. If you're listening, <laughs> get in touch. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So what did you? So yeah, you did like um, a kind of bit of media in the first year, and then what did you go into after that? Then Sean, what, what did you graduate in? So I went into it. I went into Creative Rhino after that, so that was like English literature with a bit of like practical, which was I, I enjoyed it. But um, you definitely got a lot of characters on those courses as well. Like you got all the sort of um, real weird creative types. Like there was a woman who did it who only did erotic fiction, and you'd have to do like um, she was like slightly. I think she was like um, like an older student as well. So she was like forty five, and the rest of us were like eighteen or whatever. Oh and um she we'd have to do workshops so she'd be reading out this really gritty like <laughs> hardcore erotic fiction <laughs> and we'd, we'd all be sitting there like 
trying to give notes to say, oh yeah, maybe um, <laughs> you know, maybe just change that bit with the uh, the dildo or something, whatever it might be. <laughs> but she but might have been ahead of the curve though with uh, Fifty Shades yeah, of Grey. Yeah, yeah. Afterwards. Well, <laughs> you know what? And her name, Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie Meyer. Yeah, I think she was a bit of a. Uh-huh. Um, I think she's actually after that uh, that wave hit, and then uh, I think she like you know likened herself as a bit of a Stephanie Meyer character. Yeah. Wait, is mm. it E. L. James? No, I, might I, don't I, don't know. I think Stephanie no. Meyer is Twilight, but apparently, yeah, she is. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey was born out of the Twilight franchise fan that's fiction right. or something. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Which is interesting. Oh right, okay. All yeah. the Twilight fans hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you have Do you, you seen the Fifty Shades films? No, <laughs> I've seen the first one. How are they? How are they? Good? I'm ashamed to say. All right, that, 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 that could be a really good a segue. Then. <laughs> I oh, haven't right. seen him. What What do you think of it, Matt? <laughs> it was pretty. The soundtrack's rubbish, decent yeah. though. Yeah. The soundtrack was actually pretty good for that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wasn't yeah. there a good weekend one? I think yeah, so. they had yeah. a weekend song in it. Yeah, yeah. And the only Ellie Golding song that I maybe find all right. Which is love me like you do, I think. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah that's oh right. that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Your what's your thoughts on Ellie Golden, Sean? Um, I, I, I find her voice a bit annoying to be honest. Like, yeah. it's a bit too like childlike. It's like everybody starry eyed. <laughs> yeah. It's like like not... that. <laughs> that's what grinds on me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan. Such hatred. But, um, but respect to her, whatever yeah. the hell she's doing. So you, you get her on as a as a guest on your on your podcast then? <laughs> well, <laughs> probably not now. <laughs> no, and Sam should have ripped her a new one. Sorry, Ellie. If you're listening, there, Ellie Goldie. <laughs> sorry. Um, so after uni, did you? What did you kind of do? Did you get into a bit of like music, kind of journalism, blogging? Yeah, so after uni, I was doing a bit of. I worked at like a place called Gigwise for a little bit, which yeah. was a music news site. And then from there, just got some more contacts in that world and have been sort of doing journalism on the side ever since. And more so in the past like two or three years, maybe. So yeah, yeah, being able to like interview some cool people and people I really like and do reviews, yeah. things of that nature. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, really enjoy doing it on the side. It's quite. It can be quite a lot of work. I've sort of had like a like busy period recently and my body was just like you need to <laughs> you need to rest man because yeah. you're doing too much and stuff but um but most of the time it's it's really amazing really enjoy doing it yeah because i remember uh earlier on in this week i was like right you're all good for monday and you're like yeah just been like you know in the hospital <laughs> i was like oh my god should we post yeah, that? <laughs> yeah yeah i just had uh, uh you sounded good just, i think um yeah, yeah, it was, it was a bit of uh, an episode last week, but I not, you know, I'm fine. I just yeah. thought I was dying for about ten minutes. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. But I put Ellie right. Golding on. That's why. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, my fucking ears. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's that pitch, man. <laughs> <laughs> that raspiness. Because <laughs> mm. um, yeah, we would. Um, Adam and I were talking uh, a little while ago. And we think you might have uh, introduced him to. Yeah. You um, kind of inadvertently introduced me to one of a, a band that I love now. Oh, really? Because um, you reviewed uh, one of the albums for Everything Everything. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember if you liked it or anything. Um, yeah. But I ended up listening to them because of that. Do you and remember, I really enjoyed it. Do you remember what album it was? It, 
uh get me to heaven i think it's called oh yeah that's a great record it's like i feel like that yeah. that band as well everything they bring out is just proper quality as in like usually you get these little dips yeah. in the discography right but they keep upping it every time and they got that really cool like yeah, sci-fi totally twists and so weird some of the lyrics yeah. and that the one about a fat child yeah, in a push think... chair or something <laughs> yes, like one of which is on that album <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's like take a line yeah, from every, i think every they've song. released like two albums since and mm. yeah they've just been great yeah that's pretty cool. yeah they're really uh yeah. really consistent man yeah proper love them but I'm glad um, I'm glad you got introduced to him via uh, the writing and stuff. That's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so um so you've got a little podcast going at the moment, Sean. You wanna tell us a bit about that? I can do. Yeah, it's called uh Music Among Other Things or M E O T for short. And we uh yeah, we essentially like we do some stuff similar to you guys where we um get together and chat about things happening or particular topics and then we've had um uh, interviews with musicians and people yeah. who have worked on film soundtracks and stuff like that. So I've um, been really enjoying it. And I don't know about you guys, but it's just uh, a nice excuse to uh, come and uh, flab your gums with a few mates about, you know, <laughs> stuff you like. So yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's a good it's, outlet, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun to do, man. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, that's the pod in a nutshell, really. Yeah. And how- how do you um because I've, I've been listening to like a few of your uh a few episodes of your podcast i find it like what i really like about your podcast is so like the the vibe is really like it's really chilled it's just really nice like have on what you're working we're a bit here on, on the step take we get a bit wild <laughs> matt gets excited every now and then uh, <laughs> yeah i do yeah. um but how do you like so how do you go about getting like these guests on because some of the guests you have like you had like um I was like one of the actors who was like like in the stage play of Billy Elliot, and I was like, "How the hell do you?" Oh. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Say it. I was like, "Is that is that Billy Elliot?" <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was a really well timed song. Yeah, I was I was like trying to piece together where oh. the uh, music fit there, but I was like. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the complete opposite um, of Billy Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> like, rock on, man. Um, yeah, I mean, uh. with the guests and stuff, I mean, it's partly down because I do some journalism anyway and I know some of the PR people and then they sort of know I do the podcast and stuff. So yeah. I sort of help requests and stuff that way. But um, yeah, we had like a nice array. I mean, Neil, who does a podcast with me as well, who's also at a uni, but on a different course, Um he's really into his like musical theater and stuff i don't i don't know much about it at all but um mm, mm. yeah he was the one who sort of drove that billy elliot one um but yeah it was really interesting just to talk to him like, i knew know nothing about the world of ballet and musical theater and yeah um, obviously it's mm. quite a wild childhood you know working with elton john performing yeah. every night you know that's mad crazy. yeah yeah but it's um, been awesome but some of the um i've enjoyed some of the f- more film-based ones. Like we spoke to Matt Biffer, uh, like I think way back in one of the first few episodes, really. Uh, but he was like a, a music. Um, he sort of put together the soundtracks for like Harry Potter and did like the sync for that. Oh wow! Oh wow! As well as oh my God, uh, that's cool. as as well as like Sex Education, a Netflix show. Um, oh, yeah, he's done yeah, like a yeah. bunch of different things, but. We, he was the one who do you remember i don't know how much you know about harry potter but it's like 
I can get quite nerdy about Harry Potter. Just I'm a fan. <laughs> a little but, bit, um, yeah, a little bit. But it's like, you know, some of the films are like dog shit. Like the last four <laughs> really films are. are dog shit. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but do you remember that scene where the Nick Cave song is, they're, like they're dancing in the tent and there's a song that comes over on the radio and basically he put that song in, in there. But the obviously he was, yeah, the, yeah, definitely has part one or something. Yeah, yeah. Stars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. So he but was the one who Yeah, it's a bit of a clunky scene because me and Neil aren't big fans of it, really, and we had him on the pod and everything. But he was, was like, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing yeah. work, man. No, I mean, it's uh, you know, to be fair, he got given like um, you know quite an impossible task to try and slip a bit of Muggle music into a Harry Potter film. Like, you're not really going to have that, really. <laughs> yeah, and, but, uh, and, and to get Daniel Radcliffe to dance. I mean, that's a. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's a task in itself. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's got too much rhythm, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, awesome. Um, and so, like, where where can uh, people listen to you then? Where, where's your podcast at? Where can we, where can we find, where can you? find you? Literally, pretty much anywhere. I think Apple, Spotify, Google are the ones that you promote. But I think we're elsewhere. It's all these like weird podcast pirates that sort of sweep up your feeds and just like yeah. distribute it to people. So yeah. we're probably you know most pl- yeah. yeah most places that you can get your pods essentially. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we've had a bit of that recently because we we were like we had a, a sudden uh, like surge in listens on one day and we're like, what the hell is going on? I was like, I'm just gonna like yeah. look up the tepid and take and I found us on like three podcast sites I'd never heard of in my life. Uh, I think like you said, really? it's just like the RSS feed just kind of gets out there it's swooped up yeah. <coughs> yeah 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 super weird awesome yeah. and it's off the back of that they normally swoop in with the brand deals we've got a lot of uh smooth my balls requests <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we're like shall we shall we <laughs> this is not an ad this is not our balls are smooth already we don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> mine are regularly waxed no um <laughs> jesus <laughs> <laughs> regularly <laughs> fuck it out every yeah. morning that's how I start my day <laughs> shit shower wax <laughs> <laughs> anyway we're getting off topic here um, <laughs> yeah I'm not going to continue um, this no. <laughs> so before we go to our main topic do you guys have any other questions for uh, old Shawnee yeah I've got I've got one to throw forwards so recently uh, Drake released Certified Loverboy yes and he did. Kanye released Donda they're both incredibly long yeah. albums. I think Drake's was an hour and 28. Fucking hell. Mm. And Kanye's was an hour and 48. Yeah, it's and, uh, and I have kind of having a, a bit of a discussion recently. Do you think that's kind of a, a format that's going to go forwards, that long form album? Or are we going to go back to kind of a perfect 45 minute, 60 minute window? I hope it goes that way. But I think the, the, the sort of, essentially the more length you have on an album, more songs, the more you have of um it performing well on streaming services and okay. i can't remember exactly what the like alchemy of that is but it's something to do with the percentage of tracks that get hit so it's like the top three songs or something i'm gonna have to look this up because i'm gonna start i'm gonna start talking shit but there, there is there is it's funny there is, <laughs> there is something that benefits the um the the sort of um, placement on the streaming services and the um, amount of like units you sell, 
but I agree with you though. I think the I haven't even made it through the whole Donda yet. Do you know what I mean? I've tried, but it's just like uh, yeah, it's too long. twenty twenty six songs or something. Yeah, twenty something. Oh my god! And it's like um, I mean, there's I mean, I don't I think people already started circulating their like edited versions. Like a lot of people do that these days for these long mm, albums. Yeah. They do their own yeah sort of version of it, like only twelve songs long. And Certified Lover Boy again. I've only got through about half of it. As well, I mean, I don't, I don't mind Drake. I think he's got some good material, but I just find the vibe, whatever vibe he catches onto, is a bit monotonous to me, and mm. I can't listen to it in a whole album. Um, but obviously, I don't know. He's got some, um, he's got some great tracks, which can't be denied. So, are you, mm. are you a fan of uh, either of one of those? Yeah, a big fan of both. I think it was just interesting to see that they both dropped albums within a week of each other. And they're probably yeah. the longest albums we've seen for quite some time. For me, yeah. it's not too bad because I can have it in the background. Whereas I know Addison, for instance, likes to sit down and kind of listen to it properly. Yeah, I definitely prefer a shorter album that I can kind of properly listen to, just kind of sit down with it and enjoy yeah. it. And when they're that long, I, I find it quite difficult to do that. Every now and again, we we bring up the first two Linkin Park albums, Hybrid Theory oh, and Meteora, and have this like perfect back-to-back, listen all the way through albums. Are there any... Uh, yeah albums that you have sean they just put on it's just like the perfect album oh man there's <laughs> quite a few um what brings me to my actually a new album's come out recently little sims i don't know if you're familiar with her but she's like mm. a british rapper but an album that is like 19 tracks but it's a whole world in itself and you can really get lost in it it's like quite cinematic too so you uh film oh, right. probably probably quite like it um yeah that's pretty cool yeah but yeah there's lots that um I'm trying to think of others uh arcade fire the suburbs that's one that springs to mind Classic, but there is yeah. yeah there's there's loads as i say but i was gonna say just with the um sorry with the long track listing and stuff because i've seen it within like the netflix world you know there's sort of a lot of ambient watching so people just like having something in the background yeah and yeah. i think that sort of appeals yeah. to that thing as well because you can mm. just have donder on in the background and just like you know, you go through the things. Whereas I'm much like more like Addison. I like to have 45 minutes, like pure intense concentration, and yeah. then like you know do something else after it. But yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's um, it's all shifting that way, which is a strange thing, I think. Yeah, yeah I suppose at least the album doesn't say you're still listening, like Netflix when I've let it yeah. run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 they finally added that option in. Bloody hell, took a long I know. So it's taken them like ten years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Uh, I think this would be a good time to move into the uh, the main topic then. Um, mm. So we've got a few honourable mentions. Do we want to save? Do that now or save that for after? What do you guys? I think guys... save for after. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think save for after. So um, yeah. So first, we're going to talk about um, songs that were like written for films that uh, then went on to become more popular than the and more successful than the actual film itself. Um, so Sean, as our guest, do you want to do you want to kick us off with your 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 choice? Yeah, sure thing. So I've gone for the. Um, <laughs> do you know, I just forget? I you know, I always get this guy's name wrong. I always think it's I always get Ryan and Brian Adams confused, and obviously oh, Ryan, Adams, Brian is Adams isn't it? Not yeah, so yeah, hot yeah. right now. Um, but um, yeah. but uh, the song "Everything I Do, I Do It for You," uh, which yeah. is actually for the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves film, 
which was released in 1991, I think. It's just the um, Kevin Costner one. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. It, it, see, it's, the thing I is, I found with a lot of these, with these films and the songs written for them, it's such a weird pairing because you've got like this 80s ballad soundtrack in like a 12th century folk tale, yeah. which doesn't <laughs> yeah. exactly match mm-hmm. up. It's all weird. If you look at like the, the video song. for it, yeah. it's sort of like you got all these like taverns, bow and arrows, like battle sequences and like, you know, <laughs> villages. And then Brian Adams just in this cage just ripping a guitar solo. <laughs> it's just such a, a weird, a weird it's concept. It's quite a romantic you know I mean? song, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's have a listen, Matt. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. It's a classic. It's just like uh, it's fantastic. It no <laughs> 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 I just expecting the full the full song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes later. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, now we watch the film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because. I've never seen the film like start to finish. I've only seen bits, but I know doesn't Kevin Costner no, have like mm. an American accent or something like that, or a very broke uh, like American. He tries yeah. English. He slips out of it a lot. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember it that well. Yeah, it's pretty I'm bad, pretty sure it? something like that happens. Which yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? It's like um, nah. it's like. Do, have you guys seen like The Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love The Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, I love um, Bill Burr. Who's oh, yeah. uh, I don't know if you know yeah, him. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's like a character in one of them. He's a comedian. And he was saying a load of Star Wars fans were giving him like shtick because he was, had this Bostonian accent and he was in space. <laughs> but then he turned around and was like, well, you look at C-3PO, who's like talking like some fucking night at a round table. And I was like, yeah, that's such a valid, that's like such a valid point. Yeah. It is so valid. No one, the accents in Star Wars are all over the place. Yeah. No they really specific are. specific accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't believe but, people were saying that to him. <laughs> we were uh, we were talking about um that film this have you seen solo you seen the the han solo yeah solo film yeah so yesterday me and man i were just talking about that line where um they give him his like surname and the guy's like oh, oh. you have no clan all right han solo <laughs> will be your name it's like what, what the fuck <laughs> I hate that so much. you know what i i always <laughs> thought this with you know in revenge of the sith where he like actually kills um he kills Samuel Jackson, doesn't he? Yeah, and then yeah, he's yeah. in front Spoilers. of him. Spoilers! And he's like, and he's like <laughs> spoiler for a fifteen-year-old film. But he's, he's like, he's like knelt down in front of old uh, Palpatine. Palpatine and he's like, yeah. you will be known as Darth Vader. Vader. <laughs> like, yeah. it's it's like, in, like you think there'd be some sort of me. It's like I was Latin for hate or something. But yeah, yeah. it's just like yeah. plucked from the air. I know, yeah, because isn't it German for father? Apparently, so the German audiences, it was kind of given away already. Oh, who yeah. the fuck he was? So our German <laughs> listeners, like, I got, it, right. I got it straight away. That's <laughs> Darth in German. That's uh, a good insight. Darth is, yeah, Darth in German is not the, not the not father. father. Oh really? Not the father. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to throw it off. I was going to more listeners. You are not the father. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> sorry, talk, yeah, sorry. Talk, I know we got, we've gone wildly off topic here already with the Robin Hood thing, but I was going to say I haven't actually seen it either. But I know Anna Rickman is, is in it, and yeah. like, I know I know my mum went to see it when she was 
well whatever age she was like 30 and like apparently he was a bit of a sex symbol back then like Adam Rickman yeah, I don't think he was as much I can see why in this film he's got the tight <laughs> yeah. pants on the long yeah, flowing hair it. that's not greasy yet for Snape <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, he's got some great lines in this by the way yeah because uh, isn't there like a rumour that um, Kevin Costner was so like uh, jealous of his performance that he asked his scenes to be cut down or something like that Oh really? Yeah. No way, really. Because he was, he felt like he was so outperformed by Alan Rickman that to the end. Alan Rickman is having fun. Who wouldn't though? He's proper yeah. hamming it up. It's great. Yeah. yeah, he's sort of born to play that role, isn't he? He's, he's actually yeah. so good. And apparently, his first film was Die Hard. I heard. Yeah. Really? Like, he was. Yeah. He was yeah. like quite That's late amazing. to it. Yeah. I think he yeah, did a lot of traditional like theatre work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he must have done like stage stuff beforehand then. Oh, that's that's fucking mental. Like as a as a a debut. As a film, debut. Yeah. yeah. What a fucking start. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And it, it's it's funny though with those obviously those nineties films, right? The budget is so huge, and I think probably a lot of the tracks we talk about <laughs> is from that era. I think because yeah. the budgets are so huge, they just could afford to have like all these like household names on the soundtrack and everything. And uh, it's quite um, interesting looking at the Brian Adams thing because apparently he wrote it on top of a piece of orchestration that the composer wrote so oh, i think right. he he sent him the orchestration and he actually wrote that song over the top of whatever that was which sounds like quite unique to me it's obviously like i think it's much more widely known beyond robin hood prince of thieves yeah <laughs> you, yeah but it's yeah. um it's an interesting way it came about it was uh, I, I was also looking at it was um nominated for like the academy award for best song and oh it lost the beauty and the beast and I was thinking it must have been kicking teeth to lose a fucking like cockney teapot. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking Brian Adams. Oh my god. Oh I am. But, um, um, that's the point. What what else is Brian Adams known for? What are his like other hits? Yeah, do you there know what? One. Uh, yeah, there Summer of sixty nine, it's Brian Adams, isn't it? Mumbo si- oh, that's what? the one, yeah. No, it's Summer of 69. I number five. I was like, oh, that is, that is awesome. Yeah. Summer of 69 is Brian Adams. Oh, yeah. shit. In the Summer 69. of 69. Yeah, he's got a lot of big ones. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not, like, not totally familiar with his stuff, to be honest, but yeah, I can't really, I can't even recognize like many of the other ones he's done. But yeah, that's definitely one of them for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the, one of the big ones I think. Definitely, yeah. it's it's is like yeah, like I said, I've heard that song so many times, like, and I I know it's from that Robin Hood film, but I still have no mm. intention to see that film. <laughs> no, no, I've heard the song loads of times. You should watch it. It's so nineties. It. It's great. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just want to watch like a, a bit of a shit film, though. Do you? I mean, because yeah. I feel, feel like. Sometimes people are like, oh, what films you watch recently? You always try and think of like the most like, you know, the Oscar winners or something. <laughs> yeah. But in reality, all I want to do is like throw on Bruce Almighty. Yeah, yeah. Have a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Love of the uh, Evans. That's not a shit film. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the extended scene on that um, Evans scene is fantastic. I don't know if you've seen it, but he gets like a nosebleed and his hair goes on fire. It just gets really <laughs> out. Oh. It gets really outrageous. Yeah. I- yeah. I watched an interview with um, oh, what's his face? What's his name? Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Steve Carell yeah. And um, he said that scene was actually really, really hard to film, like where his hair's on fire. <laughs> yeah. It just took ages. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> and then a dude put it in the film. Oh my god! Yeah, because I've seen uh, I've seen a deleted scene from that film where he's like looking into a mirror or something, or he turns around and like his the back of his head's just all burnt off. I think they would probably like this is a bit grotesque <laughs> for for Argo. Yeah. yeah, I think that was, it was something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. He, he also bled profusely from the nose, so it's probably something in like the ratings where it's like you can't have too much yeah. blood or something. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a shame because it was, it's actually an amazing scene. And it's the way he screams at the camera because <laughs> Steve Carell's just got the most amazing like yell. Oh, like, you yeah. You can listen to that all day. Oh, he yeah. really does, yeah. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the line that you I'm, like in the office, Matt? So, um, I declare <laughs> bankruptcy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just see that like everywhere. So many gifts of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um... How are you going to segue this, Sam? I'm not, I'm not oh, even yeah. going to try. I'm just going to be like, right, next up. <laughs> <laughs> next person. Come on down. I'm putting you to the test as a fellow podcast host. Just get as far away from the subject as possible. Right, Let's Robin see how Hood. Robin Hood. <laughs> God, no segue. Anderson, tell us about yours. There we go. <laughs> I wouldn't say mine's um, better than the film, but I definitely think it's more widely known. Than this yeah. Um, so I've gone with uh, Lose Yourself, which is from 8 Mile. Um, such mm. classic because it's just one of the best songs that one of the best rappers ever yeah released. yeah and it's yeah uh oscar winning song yeah for that film and the film is great as well but yeah. i don't think it's anywhere near as like iconic as the song itself no um i feel like the song like as soon as you hear it's got like that iconic opening hasn't it like, like dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. um like i feel Everyone just knows what that song is straight away when they yeah. hear that opening part. Um, yeah, every, everyone so knows good. that song, I would say. And yeah, it's just such a good song. Yeah. And it is one of his best, I think. Oh, that's definitely. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, the insane True. thing about that song is he did that in one take. That's in the studio. Fucking did he really? That's cool. That is insane. That's mad. Yeah. So like one and done. The yeah. flow and everything, and then just to go and win Oscar off the back of it as well. Yeah. I think, I know you said that Eight Mile. The, the song yourself is probably a bit, bit not not as big, maybe a little bit bigger than Eight Mile. But I, I think, think Mum's Spaghetti probably is bigger than Eight Mile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mum's Spaghetti. Just that. The meme of I can tell everyone's yeah. brain just goes. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing as well. Like I think everyone, I think most people would at least know the song and have listened to it and would probably enjoy it, whereas a lot of people wouldn't have seen the film. I've not seen Even the film. Even if they're aware of the song. song yeah. I haven't. Yeah. No, it's, really? It is good. No, it's no, not no. bad. It's kind of like, kind of ashamed of I have semi-biographical yeah, I, I, yeah. of uh, Eminem's life. Um, I don't know yeah. if I said who it was by. <laughs> by Eminem. Okay. <laughs> Should we hear yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I've got it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where is it? There it is. <laughs> Sean's has left. <laughs> He's gone. Loved it so much he left. Sean, we thought we thought you hated the song. <laughs> We're like, where's Sean gone? He just got that mom. Oh, it's just like one of the best so of them songs, isn't? Yeah, right, it's, you, yeah, yeah. You did miss an opportunity there, Matt. Though there is a version out there. It's just Mum Spaghetti. <laughs> Mum yeah. Spaghetti. Mum's I really yeah, just on repeat. Yeah, Mum Spaghetti. Mum Spaghetti. Yeah, just on repeat. The whole track. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, isn't there like a I've story that, that yeah. he I always see this come up every now and then that he like did he not attend the Oscars or did he attend and fall asleep with his next to his daughter or something like that 
I wouldn't be surprised. You about that? I think. I think. Yeah. I think he. Remember. Yeah. He didn't. I think he didn't turn up because he was like, "Oh, it's not going to win." And then, uh, but yeah, I think he had it on telly at home or something like that with his uh, daughter. And apparently, he just fell asleep. And then just like woke up the next day and was like, <laughs> "I just want a fucking Oscar." <laughs> <laughs> Could have it is weird to think that Eminem is like an Oscar winner. I know. Yeah, it is weird. He's yeah. it is he's strange, so like yeah. not not the the Academy type, is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine it's, what uh, that speech would have been like. like quite was, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like to thank Mom Spaghetti. <laughs> Mom Spaghetti, Mom Spaghetti. Sam, do spaghetti. I recall you once doing a Eminem karaoke cover? <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, there is a it there was, is a recording uh, of this. <laughs> yeah, I just remember oh you God, laughing throughout the whole thing. You were like, "Oh no, yeah, yeah." <laughs> I know. I, I, I suddenly got up and realised I didn't know the lyrics as well as I thought, even <laughs> when they're being written in front of me on the screen <laughs> it's so fast though I, I, I just got lost yeah. it was like yeah. mom's spaghetti and uh, being <laughs> drunk doesn't help either being <laughs> drunk is not a good good mix <laughs> I, I was in a karaoke bar once and there's these two guys proper geezers just like doing champagne supernova and yeah. they kept missing a word which really threw the whole syllable and phrase enough so you know it's like how many special people change right yeah they kept saying how many people change how many lives i need to get off track and it was so frustrating but it's just it's there in front of you just read it i always find anyway, like wonderwall is one of those karaoke songs that you you could be in any any town any village in the uk and yeah. you're gonna walk past karaoke bar and someone's belting wonderwall because i think everyone thinks 100%. they they can kind of uh, yeah. sing it it's very like yeah, nasally that yeah. song is it's like wah, nah, yeah nah, and like oh my god oh, it's, it's, oh did was was he here is he here you know i had to, that sounded exactly <laughs> like it <laughs> is he here well my middle name's liam so it's like liam liam gallagher yeah. so yeah oh yeah i'm so sorry to all of our mancunians amazing band but um that song is probably a little bit overplayed it's oh, a bit yeah. droney, yeah. I find. Yeah, 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 definitely. But um, just quickly back on Eight Mile, um, I used to love the rap battles at the end of that film, <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> got to the point when I actually like memorized them. Oh my god! And then like wow. the first few weeks after meeting my wife, we just kind of started. I don't know how this even started, but we just started rapping the rap battles together, and it was a real bond moment for us. <laughs> Can you go get a lesson now and do it? And perform. And yeah. each other. We'll record it separately and I'll chuck it into the edit. <laughs> yeah, right yeah. Be the uh, posting. <laughs> Gonna drop the mic. Although mine's on an arm, it's a bit hard to drop. Just like rip it off the shelf. Throw it onto the floor. Excuses, excuses. Right. Matt, do you want to fill us in on your, on your choice? Yes. So mine's a bit different. Naturally, I don't actually like mine. I'm changing video Two seconds <laughs> already. Yeah. Uh, well, you say that. Wait till later. Oh um, God. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah. So mine's a little bit different. It's more the band is more famous than the film. The film actually came out of the band mm. more than anything. Because um, they already had an album out before this film, 
And I'm, I'm surprised this film didn't win an Oscar. <laughs> it, 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 it should. It really should. No. But um, it's Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny. Huh. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of, it's film. not really a song as such, but it's kind of like the band Tenacious D. Yeah. yeah. They, are, they are bigger than the film because the film is trash. Awful. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's pretty bad. Isn't yeah. like the film based off tribute song kind of is it kind of i think it's very yeah it kind of is yeah because it's kind of like tribute is about another song that they did and that's kind of that's the song at the end where they fight the devil yeah supposedly but that's actually tribute is way better oh yeah yeah yeah. i've actually got a little bit of that song not not tribute oh no i like i like the uh the the devil one if it plays (laughs) so good I'm the devil, I can do what I want. It's Dave Grohl, isn't it? That, that's Dave Grohl, yeah. yeah it is yeah. Dave Grohl. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, we'll just have I to sing it, guys. Come on. Who knows it? Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so good. He has a bar. <laughs> we know your weakness. You're on the bus. <laughs> All of the sound bites are at least like 20 seconds. Okay. <laughs> you can't need it for a song, do you? Are we are the D, we are the D. Amazing. So good. Doesn't your brother love this yeah. film or something like that? I swear I remember singing. Mine. Yeah. Mm, uh, no, I think he likes the album, the first album. Uh, I don't think he's, uh, yeah. I can't <laughs> see him enjoying that film. No. At all. You might be thinking of our friend Phil. He's a big uh, Jedi. Yeah, Phil's more like Jedi. Right. And he did everything. Yeah. He had the album when we were yeah. growing up. I, I, I think I, remember... I know what you're talking about. I think he tried to play Beazel Bub. Oh, uh, okay. At one of I, the house parties. I swear I remember like singing Kick It really, with, yeah. with your brother. Oh, was it Kick It? Yeah. That's so good. That's such a good just the album he likes. There are some Yeah, yeah. Rather than the film. Yeah. I like how that's the song he likes. Because the film's got quite a few rock stars, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. It's got loads of uh, actors in it as like well. Meatloaf. Got Ben Stiller in it. Yeah. Megan Sage Dio as well is in it. But that film, oh, yeah, 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 he is. Proper yeah. takes me back to being like a. Like, if it was, I was probably like 13. And you know, you just like hang out with your mates at the weekend watching Lord of the Rings and eating cookies. Yeah. It just yeah. takes me back <laughs> to that time. It's like amazing. Lord of the Rings. Oh. But yeah, I, that, those songs in that film are just ingrained in my head. Like, and I think Jack oh, Black yeah. is actually an amazing singer. And I, I was listening to it. Really is, yeah. I was listening to a podcast with him recently, and um, I don't know if you guys have seen that film High Fidelity. It's about oh, great um, film. Yeah, yeah, really great film. It's like a guy who runs a record shop, and he was like part of the big number at the end. He did this. He did um, Marvin Gaye, Let's Get It On. Yeah. And uh, oh, right. oh yeah, he was talking about the pressure of doing that scene because he's. I heard him in an interview, and I thought he'd be like really. Like he is on film and in you know in his films is in like really enthusiastic and that, but he's quite a nervous mm. sort of guy. He comes across that way, mm. and he really? said he was he was All really right. shitting it doing that scene. And apparently the director came out and he sort of did one take of it, and the director came out and sort of had a go at the crowd and was like, "You really got to get geared up, man." And do but he knew <laughs> he knew that that he wasn't talking to the crowd. He was talking to to him. Do you know what I mean? It's like he knew yeah. to give it so yeah. yeah, and. Uh, and yeah, he's he's amazing though. I think uh, I don't know if you guys yeah. see his like 
Instagram stories and that, but he's got like some serious like effects software or something at his home yeah. to make some <laughs> amazing. I think his son like does it, the editing for that or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's funny. Yeah, he's he's got like a whole YouTube channel now, isn't he? Where he yeah. just does random stuff. Yeah, he is amazing. Like one of my all-time yeah. favorite films is School of Rock. Like I fucking yeah. love that Absolute film classic. so yeah. much. It's classic. That's got some yeah, yeah. It's actually oh yes. yeah, a Stone Cold classic that film. We watched it, it really recently is. as well. It's it, that will be like remembered in like 40, 50 years. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. by me anyway. Oh, it will so be. Good. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, imagine. Yeah. The, I can't generation. imagine the pick of destiny will be remembered. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot there was a film of it until you mentioned it. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it wasn't the greatest. <laughs> Didn't he? But, um, yeah. I haven't Sorry, played Sam? this game yet, but he did. Oh, there's that. Uh, oh, Psycho Brutal Legend. Oh no, no. Where but he, he, he did something for that, didn't he? He did the voice and. Probably some of the songs yeah. for it, I imagine. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. No, I was going to talk about Psych- Psychonauts 2. He wrote a song uh, for that. I oh, think. did he? Yeah. Yeah, with like a proper trippy Jack Black song. Oh, I'm, I'm playing through imagine. the first one at the moment, so I'll look forward to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they did like a trailer with it or something like that. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, that'd be but, interesting. He is, he is a great songwriter, I think. Yeah. Like some of the... like Tenacious D's, the first album, was awesome. So good. Yeah. And then... I went. I actually, when they released their third album, which I think is really good as well, it's better than the second one. Um, it's probably my favorite album out of all four of their studio albums. Actually, the third one. The, the second time, is like, come on, Matt. No, 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 no. <laughs> the second um, is just for the film, isn't it? It's more like a soundtrack to the film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of. It's either one. I guess in they came together. Yeah. You know, it was kind of they did that at the same time, probably. But the third one is is really really good. It kind of it, one in one of the songs it says like oh. Pick a Destiny was a bomb. Now we're back, or something like that. So uh, really? it's, it's, it's kind of a nice, a nice like throwback at that. Yeah. And yeah. Like, some of the music videos for that one are amazing as well. But um, I actually went to see them live to oh, when nice. they released that album, and the performance was like amazing. It was so good. Yeah, it was such. It's probably one of the best performances I've ever seen. Oh it's wow! Not, that, not a maladism. That is, <laughs> it is genuine. It's probably it is genuine. It was really really good. Like Jack Black is such a performer. I bet. Yeah, he's a great. And, like, and Carl Gass is pretty. Yeah, Carl Gass is pretty good as well. Like stage performer, he's pretty mad as well. So yeah, like the mixture of them too. It was it was like phenomenal. I, Matt, I remember um, when we used to do a bit of freelance camera work together, and yeah. um, I think we all come back from Wales at one point. It was like a four-hour drive back, and we were yeah. both like three hours oh, in. We were like, yeah, oh. we were like falling asleep, weren't we? we were like, <laughs> right. <laughs> One of us said, "I know what I know. What we can do here, yeah, yeah. 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 It's time for tenacious D." It was fucking like yeah. energizer, man. It, it like, worked. Yeah. It was like a shot. It was like an espresso shot. It really <laughs> was. Yeah, it was fucking just charged up. Singing, yeah, I'm just imagining like it. you know Wayne's World when they put um, Bohemian Rhapsody. On. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're just driving away, just head banging. <laughs> that pretty much was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just imagine it, us being that instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because a lot of their songs are quite like short, aren't they? They're short, like intense bursts of fucking music, and it. Um, not first... all of them, but they no. kind of, they kind of with their albums, they kind of do a long song and then they do a short song. Oh, uh, okay, right. right yeah. So they kind of do it like that, I, like I, a little I, like tidbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember some of them the were just like it was like a shot of adrenaline. They were so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Master Exploder. That's such yeah. a good song. Yeah. <laughs> That scene is fucking amazing. That oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, that's probably the best scene in the film, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. it is just so funny. I think they saw that before the actual film. That, yeah, that's probably, that's the thing yeah. with Tenacious D because there's like there's no agenda to be like cool, is there? They know what they're doing. They're no, being no. tongue in cheek. 
and that's probably why they're so good yeah. live as well i did go to see them with my yeah. mum like on that the pick a destiny tour actually uh which is all right yeah yeah so wicked obviously some of their songs are a bit <laughs> you know risque yeah. and stuff but um <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 but um yeah they got so many made that that wonder boy song i think is a beautiful oh, song yeah so good yeah man i'm gonna listen to some tenacious day after this yeah <laughs> gotta be done it's been a while gotta be done <laughs> all right mark do you want to do you want to give us your choice yeah, it's not really a segue from like a funny film to quite a serious one where the world's gonna end. <laughs> a depressing um, film. So yeah. I chose a film from nineteen ninety eight, which weirdly there was two films that came out that kind of did the same thing, an asteroid's coming towards Earth, so you're a deep impact, and yeah. the one I chose was Armageddon. <laughs> I don't know why okay, cinema yeah. seems to do that, because I think what was it, Olympus has fallen and White House Down. White House Down, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there was like same Friends film. with Benefits and there was like another one which had like Mila Kunis. No strings like... attached or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a yeah, dual- it seems kind duality. of like two versions of the same film, like I'm not yeah. gonna see it. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I chose Armageddon. Yep. There's an asteroid coming towards Earth and it needs to be drilled into to be broken into pieces so the most logical thing is rather than training nasa astronauts <laughs> is to get oil drillers and make them astronauts <laughs> this is michael bay <laughs> perfect sense uh, it's a michael yeah. bay it's yeah. definitely michael bay yeah <laughs> Do you know what i totally um, forgot that that was a concept that's an amazing imagine being in the pitch for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think got some big actors as well that's the thing isn't there like a uh, story um that because ben affleck's in it you obviously quite early in his career and he kind of went yeah. up to Michael Bay saying, this plot kind of makes no sense. And Michael Bay just turned to him and go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> so one of the, the lead actresses in this film is Liv Tyler. And her dad yeah. is the, the, from the band that I'm going to talk about now. So I chose wow. Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Yeah, this is a... Again, this is one of those ones where like it starts and you just know what song it is like straight away, mm. similar to um, "Lose Yourself." Mm. Yeah, should we, uh, should we, should we hear should it? We, should listen to it a bit. That's a kind of weirdly slow one. Oh, Oh, so good. There <laughs> 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 uh, we go. <laughs> Actually, so I remember. I remember. Um, uh. I used to work at uh, Guildhall in Winchester, and uh, we used to work behind the bar at a few weddings. I guarantee nine out of ten weddings, this was either the first dance uh, song or which just played at some point. The DJ just whacked it on, and it fucking it gets a room going though. Everyone starts slow yeah. dancing. You know, he starts drilling. No, they didn't do that. <laughs> <That's just> <laughs> drilling, <laughs> yeah. That's after. <laughs> yeah. That's when they consummate, yeah. That's after a few drinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh. yeah, this, this is another one where, like, <clears throat> I haven't seen the film all the way through. I've just seen bits. Spoilers, hmm. I know Bruce Willis, like, dies at the end or something. <gasps> does he? Yeah. Isn't yeah. he a ghost or something? Oh, that's six cents, isn't it? Based on a meteorite. It's <laughs> the fucking craziest film ever. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, do any of you guys remember the film? <laughs> I know, I know oh, I've I seen it. it. Um, I've probably seen it yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. I've watched yeah. it a few times. 
the ride at Disneyland is really about. good. <laughs> the, one, how, the one in Paris that yeah. they took away. <laughs> how's it, how's it hold up? Ancient. Um, I think a lot of these like late 90s films, they kind of hold up a little bit because they have that level of cheesiness that you mm. come away with. You're like, oh, actually, big pop song to end. Oh, I felt kind of like I enjoyed that. Hmm. Yeah, it is a very long film. It's two and a half hours. Jesus. Oh. So I remember watching Deep Impact over this as a kid, and being so terrified because there's like a massive wave in that <laughs> film at one point. Yeah, and I was like, "We're gonna fucking die! Like if this happens, we are dead." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are gonna die. But... That's not gonna wait. It's probably worse <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Deep Impact's got um, is it Elijah Wood? No way! Is oh, that yeah, Mr. Frodo? I can't remember. Yeah, I think he might be right. I actually had that same fear as you, Sam, but from uh, the day after tomorrow, it really scared uh, me. Yeah. That film, man, and I really, really yeah. remember. Like, you remember that there was that Mad World song, but it was like a, a sort of ballad yes. version of it, quite uh, haunting. Yeah, and it was a, it was Christmas yeah. number one, and that Christmas was haunting. To me, man. Why was that Christmas number one? What the That's fuck? Just pressing, isn't it? <laughs> was there a recession or something? <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember that song was used for the Gears of War. That's exactly where oh, my mind yeah. went. Oh, yes. One of the best fucking adverts for a game yeah. ever. So oh, good. Yeah. So fucking good. I remember playing the, that ge- that game. I think, and this year playing online with my friends, and we would always be singing that song. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually it comes on, on I think on one of the maps it actually came on oh really <laughs> yeah they actually like put it in the game yeah have you heard the original Tears for Fears version of that I yeah. probably have but I couldn't I can't remember yeah it's, it's so a bit different it's a bit more like jacked up isn't it like 80s production yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah I think they use that version of Donnie Dargo they? yes yeah. they do mm. they love that song for cinema mm. that song is used so much in film it's just like it's slow one. depressing yeah. pan yeah. shots how can we show <laughs> yeah. it's a mad world without showing it's a mad world yeah. <laughs> i've got an idea i've got an idea <laughs> oh man but uh yeah i don't want to miss a thing uh, that's like it it's kind of like arguably Aerosmith's biggest song would you yeah, say it probably yeah. is? Yeah, Walk This Way is probably their yeah. other huge Oh, that's one. a good one. Yeah. Probably yeah. With Run DMC, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. That's yeah. a great song, though. Yeah. I was looking yes. into it because Aerosmith didn't actually uh, write it. It was somebody called Diane Warren. She like was a big, bit of a, a hit writer. So she wrote, like, If I Could Turn Back Time for Cher. And that's I thought good. Aerosmith oh, wow. wrote it for some reason. But I don't know if they... Yeah, I thought they had. I don't know if there was, like, a brief for it. Like, oh, this is a <laughs> apocalyptic film. About a comic yeah. towards Earth, and she wrote that. But um, but yeah, it's sort of uh, it's uh, it's been ages since I've seen the film. I can't really remember it too well. But mm. uh, incredible song. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a real it's a real emotion song. It really is. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, it was their yeah, first emosh. number one hit. No oh, way. Yeah. Okay. What? According to Wikipedia. So. Holy crap! Wow. That's fucking mental. That's mad. Yeah. They also, I think it was off the back of this. I might be completely wrong here, but they do have Rock and Roller Coaster in Hollywood Studios over in uh, Florida. That's cool. And also, I think they have one in Disneyland as well, California. And you, 
go through like a you get thrown at I think sixty miles an hour into a loop, kind of corkscrew, <laughs> and the whole time you're playing Aerosmith songs. <laughs> <laughs> they recently got rid of the Paris one, which is a bit of a bummer. Oh, they had they had an Armageddon ride, which was like a fire and pyrotechnics and everything, and then you'd walk down a little bit further and you had Aerosmith's rock and roller coaster. Oh my god. Wow. Was it like Armageddon is in like in line with the film or was it yeah, in line yeah. with the film? So you'd kind of walk onto a no set way. and then you'd have to stand in specific positions and pyrotechnics would go off, meet yours would come through. <laughs> oh it's really crazy. And then they got rid of it, which is a bit of a bummer. Oh my and then God. the the rock and roller coaster is now a Iron Man ride, I think they're making it in Paris. Hmm. Oh wow. really? Who knows what it's gonna be like. Changing it for the times. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was quite cool. It's like Aerosmith full bands to listen to while you're getting thrown around a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Sounds they like a do, pretty. They should do like a haunted house, but like just six cents. It's just like Bruce Willis's ghost just in every room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I want to guess see who's that. a ghost. <laughs> Are you a ghost? Are you a ghost? <laughs> That's a big. He's got no, a white not, sheet on. That's a ghost. I'm not a ghost. Yeah. No. <laughs> They're making <laughs> clay in the corner. That's definitely a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Making some pots. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> right, I suppose we'll move on to to my choice. So, when we discussed this idea, um, I was kind of going back and forth because this this will be in my honourable mentions later. But my wife wanted me to talk about Prince, but I I like a bit of Prince, but I much prefer a bit of Jamiroquai myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, it's like the UK version, right? Kind he's, of, our, yeah. he's our prince. Yeah, yeah he's... <laughs> that's what I always thought when I was younger. It's got that like funkiness to him. Yeah. Um, so my choice is uh, "Deeper Underground" by Jamiroquai, which was written for the 1998 Godzilla film. Um, and so, first off, who anyone like any any fans of the of that film? I liked it a lot when I, I was think it's the up. best Godzilla film there was. Yeah. I can imagine that being your honest opinion as well, Mark. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good you, Do you remember much of it, Sean? I've, do you know what? I would have seen it at some point. Um, yeah. But yeah, God, I can't really remember it, to be honest. Yeah. I remember this I'm pretty is sure like... I saw it in the cinema. For some oh, reason. really? I, I, no, I was 98. Probably not. We were more young. I doubt. I'd have been five. Yeah, yeah no, I doubt. We've been snuck in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, was going to ask, so... That film wasn't released in 3D, was it? That was definitely not a thing in the 90s. Right? No idea. Are you saying that because of the music them. video? Yeah, because in the music <laughs> video, they're in the cinema, they're wearing 3D glasses and Godzilla's foot like smashes through the screen. So I was like... If they did, it would have been the red-blue one because they did have that back then. Yeah, well, that's what they were wearing. But I, I was like... I, I honestly... Because I'd never seen it in cinema. It was like a... It's probably a big VHS back in the day. Yeah. And I was like, was that film in 3D or was that just a music video? But I didn't bother to look it up, so I did my research. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the music video for this is pretty mental. So um, yeah, his foot comes through, he smashes the screen, all this water pours in. And then it's just like people running out of the screen while Jim Eric White's just hopping and dancing. But over, over some chairs. Over some yeah. chairs. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, but um, let's, let's have a bit of a listen to it. It's all right. Oh, I fucking love it. So funky. I love Jamiroquai. <laughs> oh, Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. 
I'm going deeper underground. I should have cut it before that bit, shouldn't I? That was hilarious. <laughs> 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 I was like, no! <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I fucking love the song. And similar to Aerosmith, this was Jamiroquai's only number one in the UK. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. It's like, how do That's love crazy because I didn't on? know about this one for ages. It was virtual insanity that I always knew as Jamiroquai. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing because. Um, I think he has a singles album where it goes from like 92 up to like 2008 or something like that. And there's just like so many like standout tracks by Jamiroquai. I feel like, mm. yeah. Um, like feels just like it should. I recently rewatched um, Napoleon Dynamite, which has Canned Heat at the end, which he dances to. And uh I, I swear recently man and i had a few drinks i must have had that on repeat like <laughs> probably yeah i'm sure you did yeah i think we watched that scene <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably did. But, um yeah so sony expected the film to earn a hundred uh million dollars during its opening weekends because it fell on like memorial day weekend um and they were, right. they were like oh this is gonna set a new record for the holiday and it over three days earned 44 million Damn. <laughs> they were they were wanting that uh, Jurassic Park money weren't they <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were definitely aiming for that what um it does the CGI hold up in this film at all no it definitely does not <laughs> no. the acting yeah, does not up say. either <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah because you, you have like baby Godzilla's in this one don't you yeah, yeah are they like animatronic no they're CGI no they're, they're CGI of course <laughs> If they were going for Jurassic Park, no. they should have gone for the animatronics, shouldn't they? Really? Because yeah. that's oh, what's yeah. so good about Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah they hold hold up so well. The, they really uh, do. Yeah, they probably look better than the bloody Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom ones. In some places, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god, ridiculous! Did you guys ever watch? Um, so after because they they had planned this to be like you know the new Godzilla trilogy for like the Western audience. Oh yeah. Um, and obviously, after this failed, they turned it into an animated cartoon. Did any of you used to watch? Oh that? my god, you just threw me oh, right. I must back. have done. Yeah, yeah I, I fucking love yeah. that. That was so <laughs> good. <laughs> I must have watched that. Yeah. I don't think Jamiroquai wrote the theme song for that one, so not. Damn. Uh, ups yeah. and downs. Ups and downs. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't afford it on that one. Yeah, I spent all <laughs> the money on the film. It's funny because back then as well, you get, you know, you had all these like tie-ins and sponsorship and I just on like the wiki page and it says like the marketing, they was sponsored by like Taco Bell. So they contributed <laughs> like 20 million or something like that to the marketing and <laughs> the campaign. So it was commercial of the Taco Bell Chihuahua attempting to trap the monster <laughs> in a box. You know, just like, that's why I think people wouldn't sell it for the nineties now because there's some batshit crazy ideas that would actually get through. And I think the same thing with t- TV as well. I don't know if you've ever seen like an old episode of like Tier 5 Fridays with Chris Evans, but it actually looks like a bit off the chain and like you, something like actually mad might happen. And nowadays it's so like, I don't know, it's it's just a bit like too controlled and everyone's yeah. scared to yeah. say what's on their mind. Reserved. Yeah. And I think that's the same with like films to a certain extent. You need a bit of a uh, wackiness. And I think that's why the 90s has been like, it's a nostalgic decade all over the place in a minute. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some wacky what, stuff in the nineties. That's what we were going for with our with our. Oh my god, the PlayStation adverts. PlayStation adverts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Even the Game Boy ones are pretty mad as well. 
Yeah. yeah. Game Boy Color. There's some crazy ads for that. Oh my god. I, Xbox I remember... as well. What, did, yeah. what was the that Xbox was, that one like? Early noughties, though. That was the one where the guy, he got banned in the UK. So the so, old man one. Yeah, they're in the emergency room, yeah. yeah. They're in the emergency room, <laughs> gets born, <laughs> shoots through the air, and literally is aging as he's shooting through the air. Yeah, weird. As an old man. So strange. Yeah. It's like Benjamin. That's the Benjamin Button film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you didn't need to watch the film. And then I just watched the advert. Yeah, just watching what, reverse. Yeah. yeah, I remember there was a PS2 advert. Which, God, what age would I? I must have been like ten or something like when when those adverts were coming out. And um, there was one that was so fucking creepy. I think it had like a rubber duck in it or something, like a like just in a in a room on a podium, and it, it was just so creepy. And I, I remember I'd be they were always creepy. Yeah, yeah. it's I'd giving me nightmares. TV, yeah, like same. Yeah, I'd be watching TV at like ten o'clock trying to get to sleep, and then this advert would come on. I'd just like shit myself. Like, yeah. do, you the, <laughs> do you remember the Nike one? No, there was a Nike advert where a guy is being chased by a giant belly. And I had the song going. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my belly's gonna get you. Oh shit! Oh god! Yeah. That would never pass. I don't know why I misremembered that as being like a Fanta one. To be fair, or Tano Tango. I'm sure. No, I'm sure it was a shoe one. Yeah. It might not be Nike, but it's definitely a shoe one. Do you remember? We were talking about adverts now. Yeah. Do you remember? I think it was like a British gash. Gash. Sorry. <laughs> British gash. <laughs> I was shattered by a cushion. <laughs> British gash. It was it was Sean Connery. It was Sean Connery. Um, <laughs> British gas, rather. There was an advert where it was like a family sitting around the table, and the dad was bald, and it was like their gas boiler was going Baldy, Baldy in the three hairs. Oh no, I don't remember that one. <laughs> Maybe I just imagine. Maybe that was one of my. I think that was one of our film ideas, Sean. Actually, for you. <laughs> it's right, like we're British gash. It does. <laughs> British gash. Yeah. British gash productions. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. Anyway, <laughs> <you know. laughs> segue that one again. So Godzilla, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jamiroquai. Love Jamiroquai. Not the Godzilla film. Um, Sean, what's your what's your musical opinion on Jamiroquai? Are you a fan or is he a bit? Do you know what? He's somebody who's passed me by somewhat. For some reason, I've never got into him, or I don't uh, obviously like know some like the bigger hits. But um, yeah, my he's, dad just um, love him. Yeah, he's quite an uh, eccentric guy, isn't he? Like wears a lot of uh, sort of headgear yeah. and yeah, uh, it was at that probably was pretty. Yeah, and probably was on a lot of gear as well. But I yeah, <laughs> he was the, the Lady the Gaga of his day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's the UK yeah, prince of the Lady Gaga yeah. of his day. That's why he's a legend, man. That's why he's a fucking yeah. legend. <laughs> yeah, weirdly, totally passed me by for some reason. So I need to mm. dig into some. I think uh, possibly, you got any I recommendations think we're probably just a little bit too young for him because that's kind of I think how that's the problem. Life yeah, about him. Like, I know some of his yeah. like, songs, but I was never into him or anything like that i, never I think my dad like yeah. had like all yeah. loads of his albums when he when i was growing yeah, up my dad was a huge but... fan so it was kind of <laughs> yeah. played in the house quite a bit yeah yeah, yeah, it must yeah. Be similar yeah. me because i'm like why do why do i have jamiroquai so much <laughs> yeah <laughs> um cool so i guess yeah we'll move on to the kind of other half of our main topic um uh, so this is kind of like personal uh favorite songs used in a film um yeah we'll go back to sean on this one so do you want to 
I think yeah. this one's going to turn to a bit of a mini topic as well. So <laughs> I think this is going to kick off one. <laughs> so I've chosen Paul McCartney and Wings Live and Let Die, yeah. which yeah. is, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got a few honorable mentions, as you know, Sam, but I think this song, even just as a song, is just genius. And it's good. Yeah. So fucking I would, good. I was I was a big James Bond fan when I was a kid as well, so I used mm. to know the movies like like the back of my hand. Yeah. And um, but I think McCartney's songwriting, what I love in the Beatles stuff is is where he manages to fit the sort of like three different songs into one. Yeah. And he makes it work. And I think the very fact that he got like about eleven seconds of reggae into a Bond film soundtrack <laughs> and made it work. Yeah. Is it is like an amazing thing, and it's just yeah. like a testament to how you know his writing because you know the bit where it's like why does it matter to you yeah yeah it it works so well and um he i think it rekindles a bit of the beatles magic because i didn't know this until recently but he works it with george martin and george martin was regarded as the fifth beatle in a way because he was right so he was the their producer Mm. classically trained classical background but he really was the musical knowledge behind what they wanted to do. So they'd have all these big ideas. Like me and you, Sam, in the first year of uni, we'd have yeah, all these yeah. big ideas. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we wouldn't have to have a master to go through. No. And to, <laughs> we to were them, Lennon it, and McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> we would have been with the right guidance. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it becomes a, a bit of that magic because I think he scored a lot of the film as well. But um, Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah incre- incredible um, song. Oh. I think it's only about two and a half minutes, but it sounds like it feels like you go on like a proper whirlwind ride, roller coaster ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> should, should be do a live and let die roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, should yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's should we, well should we go on? Should we you go? Probably on don't want to call a roller coaster live and let die though. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, true. no, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know if you guys have seen. On Disney Plus, there's a documentary at the moment, really great, called McCartney Three Two One, and he right. talks to Rick Rubin, who's a big producer yeah. for like Beastie Boys, jo- Johnny Cash, done loads of different stuff. But yeah, he was talking to him about this song, and apparently he got given a book by one of the producers on this, a Saturday, read the book, and then wrote this on the Sunday. You know, just like that. Oh my that's god, all, that's that's all it is for Paul McCartney. It's like yeah. It's crazy. It's just easy. Just easy for him. Yeah. Do you, do you have that track, Matt? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just, you, we, we've hyped it up so much now, I don't just need to. Oh, just. It's so fucking good. I'd say man. it's definitely one of the better known Bond songs outside of being a Bond song. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's this bit as well as that. Yeah. So good. See, like. Which uh, actor was it in this in this film? Was it Roger, Roger Moore? Moore. See Roger, Roger Moore, Moore just yeah. running down a corridor. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's like you're <laughs> fucking Batman. Yeah. Pow. <laughs> Wham. <laughs> Wham. Yeah. There's just something about like, I like. What is it about Bond songs though that ha- like I just there's such, such a, a weight big, behind them. There really is. Yeah. 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 There's. It's hard yeah, to get away there's from. There's some great ones out there. Yeah. There's some awful yeah. ones as well. Yeah, yeah there are some bad ones, Sam Smith. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't great, that one. And it really no. upset me that they chose that song over um, the Radiohead Spectre, yeah. which mm. I thought was like 
could have been like one of the best. I mean, it's obviously quite dramatic. It's, it's like Radiohead. It's not going to be like a, a yeah. banger. Yeah. But I think it, yeah, it's amazing. I don't know why they, I think somebody um, actually cut up the, you know, the credit sequence and put that song on it. Yeah. It, it works yeah. so much better. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I, I recently cut. found it. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome actually. Yeah. Um, I recently found out about, about this like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think uh, there's a YouTube channel, Name Escapes You Now, but he like, you know, does proper analysis of music used in films. And he did a whole like episode on that, on this song. Mm. And uh, yeah, like when you, like, like you said, I first listened to it and was like, oh, like this is pretty cool. But it's very like a bit of weird Radiohead. I just kept yeah. listening to it on repeat and was like, this song is so much better than the Sam Smith one. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I don't know what happened with that. Cause, I mean, on paper, Sam Smith sounds like it could be great. He's one of those old soul voices. And, you know, obviously you got like a lot of like uh, Diana Ross back in the day mm-hmm. doing it. So on paper, it's good. But for some reason that, that one just fell flat for me. But um, yeah, but obviously um, there's a bit of um, a thing to live up to with a Bond theme, which I quite like. I don't know if you guys, I know that new film's coming out soon, isn't it? It feels, it feels like it's been coming out for about two yeah, years, uh, yeah. well, it which it has, has been so. Yeah, no time to die. Why do they? Yeah. Have, they love the name. They love putting guy in the title, don't they, of James Bond films? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good yeah. shout. That's a good but shout. The bastard don't. That's die. ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> he's been fighting since but, the Cold War. He's still not dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why won't you die you won't age either yeah I, <laughs> I don't the, mind the new the one singer for Billie Eilish one um, Billie yeah, Eilish yeah. I, I think I think it's really good actually yeah, I, yeah I it's, was, it's uh... definitely better than uh, the Sam Smith one but I, I yeah. wouldn't say it's one of the best ones ever but it's definitely yeah. I, I enjoy it Matt what do yeah, you think so either. you're not a not <laughs> fan right. well I respect Billie Eilish <laughs> she's a, an amazing she's an amazing artist in herself but I really don't like her music that's how I answer something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very political. Well done. Yeah. yeah. This is all the kind of like, just in case we happen to get her as a guest one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, she's really inspirational to a lot of people, I'm sure. You yeah. Know, she's yeah. done a lot and she's really young. So it's it's really impressive. But uh, I just don't, I just can't get into her music. I get that people obviously do because she's really popular and she's done really yeah. well out of it. But for me, it just doesn't hit the right nerve at all. Just not, uh, yeah. not a fan. Yeah. You're can't get behind fan. it. I'm a bad guy, yeah. You're a bad guy. <laughs> um, that's a good good seg- segue to yours. Then I think, Matt, what 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 is a oh, good uh, a good song? Where's mine? Yeah. <laughs> where's mine? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like scrolling through Spotify, uh, like hold on, hold on. Yeah. So it's not a Bond film, but this this really made me it weirded me out how old this film actually is. Oh, God. I was really surprised because it's yeah. like. I think it came out in 2010. Ah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, because I remember because... I was watching it in uni quite a few times. Yeah, which is like depressing <laughs> in a way. Yeah. But it's, it still holds up. It's still a great film. Bit oh, weird, yeah. but um, it's got Pilgrim vs. the World, which we've, we've mentioned about the game before, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have they brought that to Switch our, yet? other episodes. <laughs> Can't say. Got to put it in. Sean's not going to get that at <laughs> all. <laughs> that was for the hardcore listeners. All right. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, the film is eleven years old. I could not believe. That is crazy. I, yeah. Yeah. I was really surprised. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, it's only like six years old. 
No. Yeah, it feels like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, I know. It just it so feels wild. very modern even now. I think that's the thing with that film. It really yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 such a good film. It's a bit like there are creepy elements to it. Like mm. I feel like Scott Pilgrim's character is a bit weird. He's like yeah, going out with like a seventy year old. Like, oh, okay, so you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you haven't said what the clip is yet, Matt. No, I haven't. It's not the no. Ramona one, is it? Which goes Ramona, hey, Ramona. Really moany one. <laughs> I just feel like that'd be your favourite. Ramona. No, no, my favourite is actually the one where they have like the battle with the twins, oh. the Katsunagi twins, and they do like the the sci-fi battle with the. Yeah. It kind of it was a better. That was better than Kong versus Godzilla. Just that. that <laughs> yeah, 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 actually, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah, but the film. Let's play oh, the, the song. Oh, the song let's play right. the song. Oh, so grungy. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is this one of the Beck ones? Because he did loads of songs. This, this is one of the better ones. There's some good ones. Beck, the person. Oh, <laughs> I heard that as well, Matt. Huh? Beck, the person. Oh, the bad I ones. I thought Alison was a sorry song. Like, so is this supposed yeah. to be a good one? <laughs> yeah. I still don't think you've heard me sound. I know it's a very long one because I'm very biased, but um, <laughs> yeah, there's, there is an incredible so amount of Beck songs as Adson. That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, you say Beck because yep. what you said. I didn't actually hear what you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I heard what you heard, Matt, when he was like, "Is this one of the better songs?" That's was... exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Beck wrote a lot of the songs, yeah. but um, but he, yeah. this actually, this film kind of got me into Beck actually mm. uh, a little bit. I'm not like a massive, massive fan, but I, I've listened no, to a few I, of his songs. I'd say now. I only know one of his albums. I quite like. Yeah, I've I've listened to a few of his songs over the over the last few years, and yeah, uh, just a really good artist. And um, hot take there. One of the songs he wrote. Huh? Hot take there. Well, <laughs> well, he's pretty popular, I think, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Be- better than I, I am, think- that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, can't, can't have a hot take on this on this podcast. <laughs> they're only they're only tepid. Yeah, they're only tepid. Simmer down. Keep, keep yeah. it. Yeah. Just calm down, Matt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This oh, I've kind of got me into that. Sorry. I've only seen that seen that film once. I've got to watch that again because uh, sticking out in my mind is like that was actually good. I think I watched it at the cinema or something. Yeah, but I didn't know. I didn't know Beck was involved. Actually, that's quite interesting. No, yeah, he wrote quite a lot of the soundtrack yeah. actually. Um, yeah, but even like everything else about the film is just perfect. Like oh. the the beats it hits with the writing, even the editing. I, well, Ed, Edgar Wright I know, directed I, it. So I have a feeling that we're in that sort of demographic that likes this film because I have tried yeah. showing it to people who aren't yeah. quite as dorky as we are, I guess, who don't yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, totally get it. Find it yeah, 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 I totally sister. get that. Hates it. Yeah. It's just one of those films. There's, if you're into it, you're going to be into it. And if you're not, you're really not. Yeah. 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 There's a there's a scene <laughs> where Scott Pilgrim goes into like the... This, I think he's like in a dream sequence and he's in the school and like the lockers and like the, the Zelda, uh, when you go to the fairy fountain, I think it is, uh, that music <laughs> yeah. comes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> isn't there like a Zelda sound effect that uh, they use? There's, maybe a, there's a, ring- a few. Yeah, there is a few at the start because it's like the opening of the chest, I think, at one point. Yeah. And and I- yeah, that. That's, yeah. The, yeah. You had one as your ringtone, I remember, uh, like your text tone at university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go so much. I was like, "Fucking yeah. Matt Scott <laughs> Well, th- that was funny because you say that because there was actually an eight-bit version of Threshold on the soundtrack, so that used to be my <laughs> ringtone. Shit! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, fuck, I've never heard that. That sounds yeah. incredible. It is good, yeah. But there's also, there's three versions on the album. There's the Beck version, and there's the film version, and then there's the 8-bit version. Yeah, because yeah, the, Be- the Beck versions are a bit, from memory, a bit like... Sort of toned down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he's not like, he's he sings, but they're kind of like very, it's quite monotonous singing in a way. But yeah. it's, it's fine, yeah. But I, but I, I get like why people don't like, aren't like, oh my God, Beck, because he's not like, he's got some really, like some good songs. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's one in like, because um, he's in Futurama in, a, in an episode or two, isn't he? I think. Oh, is he? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, it's like an episode where one of his songs plays and it's like, it's a good song. It's a really good song. I can't oh, yeah. actually remember what it's called, but um, yeah, like, I have a yeah Beck song that I know I'm I really like, but I couldn't tell you how it goes, yeah, or the name of it. But I just know I was really into it at one point. Oh yeah, <laughs> so God, let me remember. Yeah. What the one I'm thinking is called Sex Laws. <laughs> <laughs> the the only album is that Matt. <laughs> His yeah, thanks, is, uh, yeah. Colors, which was a few years ago, which yeah. is quite a good album, oh, yeah. but it's the only one I know. Yeah. Yeah, he's but, got um, a lot of albums as well. He's one of those really. Yeah, yeah I, I was just on the yeah. Wikipedia and it says that was his thirteenth one, and this was four yeah. years. I'm pretty ago. sure he's still going. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still going. Yeah, Fucking which is I mad. See. Just seen uh, Michael Sarah actually brought out an album a few years ago. Oh really? Did he? Really? Yeah, it's called <clears throat> True That. I've never ever heard it released on Bandcamp. Um, sounds like it's quite a lo-fi thing, but I, I knew he like wrote music in some capacity. Okay. But, um, mm. I don't know if it's worth checking out. It might be. Yeah, because he um, yeah, didn't he like sing a song in Juno at the end of Juno? Him and um, uh, Elliot Golding. Uh, fuck Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Page. Elliot Page. Elliot Page yeah. Yeah. Can't get Ellie Golding now. <laughs> you clearly love her. So <laughs> you're clearly uh, a biggest fan. Elliot Page. <laughs> um, they sing a song at the end of that film. Uh, I remember that was like that, really yeah. popular. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, he, Michael Sarah is one of those guys, isn't he? Where he's like, he constantly looks about fourteen. Yeah, and he's always going to be like yeah. typecast as. Uh, I actually saw him um, weirdly. Have you guys seen uh, Promising Young Woman? Yeah, no. Hey. Really, film. really great film. Go watch yeah, that. Definitely. But McLovin's in that, and I was like, I haven't <laughs> seen McLovin in something for like ages, and uh, it was someone still looks suddenly. I think yeah. Yeah. yeah, he looks exactly the same. No one knows yeah. the actor's name either. Like, no um, one knows his name. Just McLovin's class. I do not have his name. Uh, <laughs> cut that he's, out. He's ma- <laughs> either Christopher or Christoph. I think it's Christopher, though. Uh, so you don't know. It's, it's Christopher McLovin. <laughs> it's McLovin. It's McLovin, mate. Uh. <laughs> Although you say that, he always looks like a 14-year-old. Because Arrested Development was, was quite a big series at one point, and then they yeah. rebooted it for Netflix, didn't they? And yeah. he's in it. And they brought brought it back with like a quite a big gap, and he like he looks so much older when when he comes back. Oh it's really? Weird. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I think he's a real kid when those first couple of seasons. Yeah, yeah he is. He was George young. Michael. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I only found out recently is Ron Howard. He does the narrator. Yeah, voice it is. That? Yeah, he's in it at some at one <laughs> no point way. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like so, oh, that those first three seasons are like some of the best like TV comedy. I think Ron ever. Howard's production company made it. I feel. Oh, it's right. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Imagine, isn't it? I think. That's oh, so cool. It's amazing. Yeah. But, yeah. Seg- segway that, Sam. <laughs> yeah. So. Ron Howard, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say before we shift off of Beck, Beck was obviously the one that won the 2015 Grammys ahead of Beyonce. And Kanye went like motion to come yeah. onto stage again. 
after oh, she really? went to, to Taylor Swift and then backed out last minute. Classic. Oh, yeah. like, What's going on here? Oh, yeah. my God. That must be terrifying to see Ye approaching you while you're at the podium. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. must be terrifying. <laughs> I would just go back to my seat. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. What's he has thought? literally one of the yeah. best speeches as well, doesn't he? He's like, people are going to say, what would I do if I didn't win a Grammy? I guess we'll exactly. never know. He just holds it up. Oh. Great. Oh. I do miss the old Kanye sometimes. Yeah. You know, but yeah. God bless him. <laughs> I mean, he, th- he thinks he's God, so... But now I'll try and segue. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did um, Kanye West write any songs for Tarzan, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was, that yeah. was awful. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that's the best you're going to get. <laughs> you know that's not a fact. <laughs> so... <laughs> I coincidentally chose two films that kind of back to back on each other in terms of you've chosen very emotional films i know songs i I, I feel like everyone's got kind of either a funny one or a kind of cool song and mine are just both emotional i don't know what it says about me (laughs) yeah have a little cry in a little minute (laughs) yeah it's fine break down on the need to find one of your your uh, emo haircut pictures from back in the day (laughs) 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 i do let's go we go on instagram Yeah, so I chose uh, Phil Collins' You'll Be In My Heart as my kind of personal favourite from a film, but it easily could have been anything in that film, because Phil Collins just went unnecessarily hard in that soundtrack. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. The film, Tarzan isn't like necessarily a top 10 Disney film, but that soundtrack is up there. I was going to say, did he, did he write a lot of original songs for that film? He did I believe didn't so. Yeah. And I think there is a, quite a few kind of potential covers. I'm not too up to date. I'm not you yeah. when it comes to these sort of things. <laughs> <laughs> He's now a MAOT host. <laughs> Little plug there for you, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Need all the help we can get, man. <laughs> um, can we hear a bit of it? Because I can't yeah. really recall. Yeah, this is the one I know the like, least about. I don't recognise yeah, the sound title. Oh, yeah. Instantly came back to me there. Oh yeah, fucking Phil Collins, man. Oh, love Phil Collins. What a legend. He is. Yeah. Oh, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> yeah. Transport to my childhood. It's a great film. That was a great film, though. Yeah. That was That's that- it, yeah big part of my childhood as well it really, it really hit our generation it seemed yeah, yeah just those animated cartoons I guess films that Disney were so well known for at the time yeah it was that kind of Disney musical. decade from yeah. 89 with Little Mermaid through to yeah. early noughties that we ended up getting to some of the biggest classics we've had like yeah. yeah yeah totally I do miss the yeah the old two D animation like there's, there's something about the three D that just doesn't well, they, hit. They kind of they milked it, didn't they? That's the problem. They 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 were doing these stupid spin off movies and sec- sequels to Aladdin, Jafar's Return, or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they did um, like, oh yes that's TV Netflix. series, didn't they? There was like a Tarzan yeah. TV series. Well, that, they did an Aladdin TV series as well. Did they? <laughs> did they? Yeah. yeah. No way. I never saw that. Oh my god. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. The only spin-off one I think was really cool was Lilo and Stitch because it was like all oh. the different experiments that had fallen. Yeah. Like, That's like, great. Out of That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll just be an eyeing up the uh, the Tarzan soundtrack. So like the um, tracklist and 
There's a song with NSYNC on. No way. The Tarzan soundtrack. What? Called Tra- Trash in the Camp. Collins and NSYNC had a performance. That's I don't that's know what it sounds scene like. as well. What it, scene it's, is what, it? It's, it's incredible. Like, so that's when they're literally in the human camp. You've got the elephants. You've got the, the gorillas. And they're finding up. They're just literally smashing up plates and stuff. Oh. But the music oh. goes in tandem with that. So it's like, that's oh, cool. wow. Da, 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 da. That's cool. my vote. Carry on, Mark. No? Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, did you just play a soundbite there? Did you just play a <laughs> It sounded better than a soundbite, to be honest. Mark's better at acapella than he is singing. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Right. But, uh, Phil Collins, though. We've got to talk oh. about Phil Collins. Yeah, let's have some Phil on. Collins yeah. appreciation. <laughs> Oh, do you yeah. remember the advert, the Cadbury's advert with the the driving oh, gorilla? Yeah, so good. <laughs> oh, Loaded, in the air tonight. Oh, I tried. Um, God, I talk about my wife so much on this podcast. <laughs> she loves it. She your loves wife. It. But yeah. I remember trying to show her that. That was, that was your opportunity to say, "I love her." By I love way. her. Re-edit dub. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I love my wife. <laughs> Change the word wife to gash. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> no, that's getting cut. <laughs> <coughs> For fuck's sake. I love British English. <laughs> uh, my favourite t shirt TV show is Gash in the Attic. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <sighs> I tried showing her that advert. Yeah. And she just was just like, I don't what's the big deal? I was like, you you weren't there, man. This advert yeah. is it kind so of, it's kind of ridiculous. Good. Yeah, you kind of had to be there, definitely. Yeah, I think <laughs> I explained it to her beforehand, so I kind of like spoiled yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I remember That's at school there was a rumor going around that it was an actual ape, and like, <laughs> part, like load of people believed it. I think it was at that point, you know, where it's like I can't remember. It was Coco the gorilla was doing like um, sign language or something. And they're yeah. like, oh yeah, it sort of taught it uh, how to play the, the drums after. <laughs> it does look pretty real to be, to be fair. Well, from memory. It, it might... Yeah. I yeah. think it's like, it's got like an animatronic face, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? It's not Phil Collins playing it, though, is it? He's not in the costume. I think so. No. <laughs> that would, be, amazing. That would be a revelation, man. Yeah. Oh my God. Just pulls off the, <laughs> the gorilla mask. It's me, <laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> Oh my god! He loves yeah. putting his face on a cover, doesn't he? So I'm surprised he didn't do that. <laughs> he, yeah. does he does. They're all like intense like, close-ups. Full <laughs> on close-ups. He's like, Phil, are you sure about this? Like, yeah. Don't worry. yeah. Less and less hair each time. Yeah. I wrote in the air tonight. I know what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, to be fair, yeah. he did. He didn't know what he was doing. But... Yeah, you probably got oh, license so to do it after you write a song like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so many Phil Collins and Genesis songs on my Spotify playlist. You do like a it's yeah. I don't really know much Genesis. I just know more of nah, the solo yeah. stuff. Oh, my dad's favorite. Genesis stuff's yeah. really good as well. Yeah. Gen- Genesis. So uh, I think for a long time, well, I think Phil Collins is almost a bit like bitter now because he, for a long time, he's hated because he was just so big and everywhere. Mm. And oh right. N- now I don't. You know, some people can take it and they're a bit like fun with it. But I think he takes it all to heart. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It's um, and I think he hasn't quite forgiven his public, you know, for uh, sort of oh turning on him. God. But you got you got to think about your audience, man, because it's like you're selling yeah. out stadiums and stuff. Like, why do you yeah. care about what well, the negative? Know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. It's hard to get away from. I imagine in that industry. 
Yeah. Just go <laughs> on Susudio yeah. and, you know, oh, yeah, about it. Susudio. So good. So good. Yeah. That's is that used in American Psycho? It is, Sudio? isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it yeah. Susudio or is it another song? He definitely talks about like Genesis and that. Yeah. I'm sure it's in the I'm, I'm waiting for Addison to confirm, but I don't know to be honest on that one. <laughs> He's <so> English, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Addison. <laughs> um, right before I, I want to save Addison's last because it's a very special song. So I'm gonna, gonna go to mine. It's a very special song. So, um, song I just fucking love, and I just love the soundtrack to be honest. But um, so it's Battle Without Honor or Humanity, and it's by an artist called Hotei. But it's used in uh, Kill Bill Volume One, and it's like it's the song that you just know Kill Bill for, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we find it if we, we play it, and everyone's like, everyone's all no, like, what, what is a this? different song yeah. from Kill Bill. <laughs> yeah. like, oh no, that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, she like it played. Yeah. yeah. Oh, ah. The way that bit is cut in the film as well. So is, is this so a song for that film? It's not like a reference that he's made. So this was um, no, it's because it's like Tarantino. He, he what was it? I think it was used in another film prior to this. Mm. Um, maybe a Hong Kong cinema film or something like yeah. that. Um, but Tarantino, you know being the guy that he is just finds these niche songs or, or actors that he just brings to his films and it's kind of like now it's just kind of known as like the Kill Bill song um, but it's just the way it's like edited in the film like yeah. it kind of mm-hmm. like starts off with a zoom in the bride's in her like motorcycle gear and it's like zooming in on her face at that like red light stop and then when it goes does the dah, dah, like it does this fucking epic zoom cut so um, Lucy Liu it's fucking amazing. It's like one of the best yeah. starts to a third act in any film I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> yeah. I, I would argue that it's more it's well more well known for Shrek the Third. <laughs> Is it in Shrek the Third? <laughs> oh my god. I've never seen that. It's actually in <laughs> Well, this is used it's used in that. And it's used in Transformers as well, apparently. Transformers? Wow. Yeah. I can't. And Team America as well. Oh yeah. It almost feels America. like that could have been your other category. Like a song that's bigger than the film. I would reckon? not say that. Kibble's, yeah, Kibble's it, I think big. For, for, it comes across as so iconic. I think you could misplace actually what film it's for and just Maybe, put it with yeah. like a big actor. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, because so it's the, been parodied. So the first so film it was made or it was in. It's called New Battles Without Honor and Humanity. It's a Japanese Yakuza film. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. But yeah, that sounds about right for a Tarantino film. To be fair, especially the yeah. Kid, uh, <laughs> films. So is he, oh is the artist uh, who wrote that song Japanese? I believe so. I don't rec- don't recognize the, the name at all. That's yeah, interesting. Like, I didn't. Yes, I've heard. I've heard that in like. Um, isn't it on some like advert for something? It's probably. Oh, it's used oh, it was yeah. playing everywhere. <laughs> yeah. 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 After Kill came out, it was fucking everywhere. I, I had no idea it was in Shrek the Third, but I might yeah. actually watch that film. <laughs> they, they they use a lot of uh, cheer. I think like a lot of people's like knowledge of music might come from Shrek. You know, like our generation. Like the first time That's I true. heard like yeah, it really yeah. does. Dave, There's a lot. David Bowie changes. Gonna talk about Shrek. 
He's going to be so <laughs> late. We're here now. Yeah. Addison's uh, partner is like obsessed. Shreds, obsessed. Right? Oh, really? Did you hear that, Billy? Obsessed. Wow. And I didn't even say it. <laughs> I, I could probably put it's a bet freezing on what you said before. <laughs> Did you watch it on the weekend? Yep. We watched it this weekend. <laughs> yeah. You watched I, it this what's, weekend? Yeah. What's her favourite out of the, um, the sort of. How many are there? Like, the what's the there like four. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, what was it's either one or two. I, I can't remember which one she prefers. So. Shrekology. I think it's all of them at half speed, so she can really take it in. Yeah, probably actually. <laughs> Shrek one or two. Uh, one or two are classics, though. I could, I could, eat, I could. Watch. Those are kind of like the films that I could just stick on in the background. And just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I prefer the yeah, second piece. one personally. Yeah, there's an argument for that. I think. Yeah, I think the first one's the classic, isn't it? Yeah. You yeah, got to do a, uh, a Shrek tepid take special, <laughs> and just come in with your hot takes on it. Uh, well, tepid takes on a uh, franchise. Billy in as a guest. Billy would be the yeah, special guest on that one. Should be like an expert. Just be like, um, Billy, we're two hours in and you're still talking about Shrek. <laughs> the first just the opening. exposition. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you're still talking about All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do have a great soundtrack, to be yeah. fair. They really do, yeah. Oh. That'll be, uh, the, ne- the next one we bring you on, Sean, will be the Shrek soundtracks. <laughs> yeah. I'd, mate, I, I was actually going to do an episode on this. I really, really want to try and track down whoever like put it together because... Oh, if you yeah. do, man. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so is this a perfect segue to Addison's? Or? I think so. Uh, I forgot what. Do you want to do Do you want to take it, Mark? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. I thought you had a, a great segue in mind. So no, I, I like, just yeah. thought his was Shrek. Mine's not oh, Shrek. Yeah, no. I was waiting for him. Uh, no, Addison, do you want to do you want to yeah. go through your one? This is a great song. Um, so I think this this is one that I definitely could have switched um, because I've got yeah. a "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal, which is from the uh, <sighs> yeah. film Batman Forever, not Returns, like I thought. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think I the no song is way. infinitely better. Possibly not. Oh yeah, and. Probably more well known, I guess, nowadays. I yeah. think so. Yeah. 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 Totally. Definitely. Um, I'm. Yeah, it's I like remember. Um... Big song, isn't it? Because this is the Batman yeah. with um, Poison Ivy. No, that's Batman and Robin. Mister Freeze. Yeah. This is the one with it's got Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah as yeah. the Riddler and um, Two Face, played by Tommy Lee Tommy Jones. Jones. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. yeah. See, I it thought that would. In my head. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think because the song's called "Kiss from a Rose," you kind of think Poison Ivy. That was always it would make my more sense, right? Yeah. yeah, it yeah. would make more sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's not. I don't know why, but so I, I thought it was well. from Keaton. Batman Returns, which is the one with the Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were discussing before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what link I was making, but um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got- Matt, do you want to play this the clip? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's get some fucking. Oh, <laughs> what a beautiful voice. That's great. Again, a weird so one to be attached to that sort of film. I know. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. We've got to talk about the music video in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Baby. 
<laughs> Say it to a kiss from a rose. Oh, what is, have we ever did we ever find out what what, what is the, what is on the, the grey? What is what is on the grey? <laughs> what is man. the grey of a rose? I think yeah. even he said fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that's for Batman and you know, yeah. yeah. Um, so before we yeah. move into talking about it, Addison, how many times have you heard this song? Too many. Um because the main reason I picked this <laughs> is because my brother is fucking obsessed with this song. <laughs> it is genuinely gonna be his funeral song. Uh, oh that is how God. much he fucking loves it. Um, oh man, it's very romantic for a funeral song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just plays it all the time. Um, and when I, I used to live, this with is him, just constant. Yeah, <laughs> this is a definite house party. Of yours, oh, your yeah. brother was belting this after a few drinks. Yeah, <laughs> they're oh, worse things. I mean, it's a yeah. wor- there there are worse songs. Oh yeah. Are, oh, yeah, I will never hear this song without thinking of my brother ever. Yeah, which is odd. <laughs> That's his plan. Have you seen the music video for this? I'm sure I have. Yeah, you get a chance to check it yeah. out. So, I've seen some of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like Seal next to the bat signal, just fucking arms open, singing to the sky, <laughs> with a few Uh-oh. bits of the film cut in. But there's a really weird moment because there's Val Kilmer who plays Batman in this film, I think. Yeah, and like. It's just this really random shot choice where it's just like Val Kilmer and he just kind of like looks to the side and it freeze frames <laughs> and then just kind of like cross cross dissolves away. And yeah, I just fucking watched it. It didn't like, have enough frames for that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, this is just such a weird choice. Uh, like, <clears throat> But um, yeah, this is another film I, I fucking... I, it's probably the the Batman film I know least about, I feel. Yeah. It's windy up so. there wherever Seal is. It's a bit wacky, isn't it? Like, did they try and... I haven't seen it for years. I mean, I used... I love Jim Carrey, and I think I watched it when I was a kid, and I just liked it because it was like Jim yeah. Carrey, and I was only like mm. 11 or whatever. But it seems to me they probably tried to tie that line between like being really wacky and a bit serious. And it just yeah, so th- this yeah. is where... That's what I yeah, got yeah. anyway. They had um, Joel Schumacher take over directing from Tim Burton. Um, mm. And I think the whole thing is that he was more familiar with, like, the really campy side of Batman, like the old <clears throat> 60s show. Yeah. And the yeah. Yeah. West show. Yeah. And that's why it was more like, <laughs> he thought it was kind of bringing it back to its sort of roots sort of thing. Um, yeah. And it just doesn't quite translate as well to film as maybe Tim no. Burton's mm. did. Mm. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. It's just yeah, a it's, fucking classic. It's like, um, I was trying to look at if it was written for the film, but it seems like it was just one of those he had. Yeah, and then so just, I was reading up it, on it, and he wrote it a few years and like threw it in the bin for a few years, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He wasn't like he wasn't that into it, and then it just became like this massive hit. But it, it, I'm sort of wondering whether there's a lot of that from that time, as in when these films and music were so intertwined in the 90s and they had all these big artists. Like, whether... It sort of helped him out that it was on the Batman soundtrack. Would it have been as big had he have just released it? Probably not. They could probably yeah. like, yeah, you know, go off each other's marketing campaigns. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was kind of the plan, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Kind of yeah. I, I, I would say this is probably the only song by Seal I could name. I'm not sure I could name any. Yeah, others. I'm not overly familiar. Again, Check he's sort of like in that same category as Jamiroquai for me, as in like he was around at. Sort of the time yeah. when I was a kid and yeah. I was aware, but totally passed me by any of his like genius or anything. Same, but, yeah. Um, I feel exactly the same about that. Yeah. yeah. 
I remember my mum blasting like his first album. There was a song, I think it's called like Killer. It was like, mm-hmm. Solitary Killer. I don't think that's the, the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it has that like, <laughs> bit. It was like, dan, 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 I have a memory of hearing that blasting up my mum's my room. <laughs> 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 Amazing. Oh, uh, well, what I've got to watch. I really need to uh, go back and watch these old films. Get me nostalgic for these uh, <laughs> I know. You know, proper batch of yeah. crazy 90s films. It's yeah. a lot of 90s. Yeah, you can definitely tell when we grew up, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Wonder when. Yeah. How old are we? <laughs> <laughs> right, I think that's probably a good time to move on to some honourable mentions. Um, does, anyone, does anyone have one up front that they just need to get off their chest? <laughs> <laughs> I can go if you want, mate. Go for it, sure. Um, um, fight the power by by a public enemy for do the right thing. And yeah, I saw yeah. this. I only saw. Have you guys seen this film? No, I haven't no. actually. No, it's one that's no. been on my list for like years. Yeah, it's really good. I was in. Um, so you know they do those throwback cinema screenings and stuff. And me and my girlfriend went to watch it. And it was, I didn't know, really know what I was going to expect, but it was totally wasn't what I was expecting. And it's this weird <clears throat> film that just escalates and escalates to the point where, you know, you're in one spot and yeah. somehow you get to this massive carnage at the end, but yeah. it never feels sudden, but it's, it's just, it's amazingly done. It's a Spike Lee film. Yeah. And, it's one of his um, early ones, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And he's, I didn't realize it was him in it because he, look, he looks so different now, I think. But Oh, he's actually yeah, he's like the, the main guy in it. And um, he's uh, there's a big iconic scene where one of the characters got this uh, massive sort of like ghetto blaster, you know, on his shoulder. Yeah. And he's playing Fight the Power. And obviously Fight the Power is like one of those songs where I don't think, I didn't really know that that was written for the film, but apparently no. it mm. was written at Spike Lee's request, essentially. And that's oh, uh, what they come back with. And such a, such a big stamp on, um, you know, American culture and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, thoroughly recommend watching it. And it's uh, it's an intense film. It's really intense. It yeah. just sort of like gets madder and madder as it goes along. But it's yeah, a good watch. I really yeah. want to watch like early Spike Lee films. I've seen like a couple of his films. Um, I've seen like uh, he did Malcolm X, which I thought was like really good. Quite long, but it was yeah. really good. <clears throat> but um, yeah, he's kind of one of those directors that I haven't really like dived into his his kind of back catalogue of films. But everyone like praises his work. Yeah. So. He's a very obviously got a very distinct style. It's very we're on the topic of like nineties or late eighties. It's like very that that time and even like yeah. the style of the font and everything. Oh, he had right, a film. Yeah. He had a Netflix film called The Five Bloods. Oh yeah, uh, that came out last year. About these soldiers going back to Vietnam and they're trying to retrieve this treasure that they buried there. It's a really amazing film. Got a lot of um, Marvin Gaye. Uh, what's going on Ooh, in wow. it? Which is one of my favorite films of uh, favorite albums of all time yeah um, yeah and yeah obviously it spoke a lot to sort of the uh, what was going on at the time yeah um, yeah but uh, yeah, yeah definitely. brilliant film wow yeah I, I, that's another one yeah i just need to watch i just need to get to a spike lee marathon i'm uh, that'll be my next <laughs> one of my next topics on the podcast be <laughs> okay i look forward to that yeah yeah it'd be pretty cool um, any other honourable mentions from anyone else? Yeah, so yeah. my one okay. was going to be Mrs. Robinson. Oh yeah. So yeah. we go a bit of an older one. So Simon Garfunkel from The Graduate. What was that 1968? 
and it's it's been used in a lot of films as well. Yeah, yeah, it really comes to mind yeah. is probably American Pie. Yeah, I yeah, think of with Stiffers Stiffers mom. mom. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost a. I wouldn't. Would you say it's a film? A song that's bigger than the film. Uh, mm, probably film these days. Like, I, maybe not. The, yeah, maybe not the time. Hmm. But, I think yeah. it was one of like the first films, or definitely one of the, the earliest kind of popular films to use like a, a proper soundtrack. Because obviously, like you had like music scores written for films, yeah. and obviously we still have that today. But I think, yeah, they did like the whole Simon Garfunkel did the whole s- soundtrack for that. Um, but ha- how many of you guys have, have you guys seen The Graduate? I've seen it years ago. I couldn't tell you. It's much on about my it list these days. Yeah, it's definitely you can tell that they're like we're the first ones to use the soundtrack in a film because there's like a, a bit of a song that gets played like over and over. It's like to the point where you're like, okay, this is a bit annoying now. Like it's a good song. Yeah. I think it's Hello. Uh, what's the Hello Darkness Mode? Oh, yeah. What's yeah. that one? Oh, yeah. Sound of Silence. Yeah. Yeah. I think they just play a part that of that. like the like... mad world of its day, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. That's a great yeah. call. Yeah. <laughs> more sad panning shots <laughs> yeah yeah hello Dr. <laughs> <laughs> always but Mrs. Robertson yeah I'd say it's just about outgrew the film now um, yeah I reckon so, I, I'd, yeah. I'd agree with that as well yeah. I, I immediately think of Simon Garfunkel not the, the film and stuff I yeah. do need to see it though there's definitely I've got a lot of like um, classics I haven't yet watched um, I only got around to watching like Pulp Fiction <laughs> only like about oh, wow. 18 oh, okay. months ago yeah oh my god yeah, yeah. which great is great soundtrack. yeah yeah it's good there's yeah. your tepid take yeah that <laughs> is a tepid take <laughs> that's all right i've been searching all this time that pop fiction is all right yeah it's <laughs> just all right so, <laughs> all right <laughs> so moving on to my extra one yeah yeah <laughs> I don't think any of you are going to agree with this at all. Here we go. Here we go. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. Wait, agreeing but with Matt on the podcast. It was really, really popular. What? I'm agreeing with Matt on the podcast. No, Imagine the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was really popular at the time. So I know millions of people agree with me, but it was over- overplayed on the radio when it did when it did come out. I like these slow reveals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you build up to it. It's good. <laughs> um. But it's the greatest showman. What oh, a soundtrack! Yeah, I, I knew you'd be like. I actually Whoa. kind of agree with them. To be fair, it's so good. Yeah, it's obviously it was really overplayed when it was on the radio and everything. But by Matt on our trip to Scotland in his car. <laughs> I remember that song. <laughs> we came watched. On a lot. We watched it in Scotland, didn't we? Because you hadn't seen it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and we watched right. it on this little TV screen. It wasn't yeah, really the, one of the optimum viewing experience. Probably. Probably. Oh, the, uh... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's. Um, I think oh. it's the. The bearded, bearded lady, lady one, yeah, yeah. His name I've forgotten. How That's the hell does great... that go? Yeah, I've totally I'm forgotten. This is me. Yeah. Oh yeah, this yeah. is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was one of those mad um, soundtracks that just kept on selling. Like it was at number one yeah. for yeah. like yeah. a year and a half or something. And, and you know, then... you always think it's like, who's still buying this or who's still yeah. like? But I guess because it's on I streams am. now, people are just like. Yeah, working on the playlists and stuff. Yeah, and then proper artists like covered it. They did like a yeah. reimagined <laughs> album, didn't they? Oh, so they kept it going. Yeah, and that was in its second year it was as well. Like, I think like Pink did one. It was on, on oh, the radio okay. all the time. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean that's, 
that's a fair shout. Though, to be fair. Yeah, they should have done like Hugh Jackman doing like the same song, but in different like characters that he's portrayed over the years. So like <laughs> one in the style of Wolverine, one in the style of like who else? Who else Van Helsing. Oh, Van yes. Helsing. Yes. <laughs> What's a great film that is. <laughs> I fucking love that film. Oh, it's it's <laughs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think everyone's said what I haven't. Yeah, fucker. Addison, what's your? <laughs> um, I didn't actually have everyone prepared, but I'm going to go with the Power of Love from Back to the Future. I'm not oh, sure if it was uh, Back to the Future, the film, yeah. but yeah, it's yeah, in no, movie, so. yeah. I get away yeah. with it. And Huey Lewis is in it. Who was? Yeah, obviously Huey Lewis from. Huey Lewis and the is news. He, news? Who, who, he who is, is the judge uh, right at the beginning um, oh, when no he's like no, right. doing that song yeah. as an audition. Oh, oh shit. It's quite funny. I don't know if yeah. you guys have seen the. Um, have you seen that thing on Netflix called The Movies That Made Us? Yeah. I've seen it oh, advertised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's that Back to the Future one. And they shot like a load of the film with a different actor. I can't remember who the actor was. They but did. He just it wasn't was. Right. Oh, who was it? Because he's on our bloody, <clears throat> he's in our Back to the Film Fest poster, isn't he? Yes, he oh, is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I can't no, remember I can't his name. His name, but it's it must have been like maddening. Eric having, Stoltz. Like, Eric Stoltz. That was it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Having to go. like redo all of those those frames just with like a different yeah. actor. It's crazy. Oh, it is mad. Yeah, but I it works. When, Totally yeah, it's work. like when you yeah. watch those um, those little uh, movies that made us things. It's, it's a miracle that any films actually get made. Yeah, Do you know <laughs> what I mean, even like even like the shit ones we've been speaking about. It's, it seems like you have to go through so many loopholes to actually get to the. It takes years. Sort of it really does. Time. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it takes, was like yeah. Ghostbusters, wasn't it? They filmed it twice because it they really? didn't have the, really? the name Ghostbusters. It was something else. I think the really? movies that made us also do an episode on that. Oh my god, that's crazy. Oh, shit. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. And there's always the Shrek one where Mike Myers yeah. he voiced it, and then he's like, "I don't like that. Let's do it again." Well, so he voiced that the was whole thing again. The third again time they had to re-record because originally they had oh, Chris Farley. There was someone else. Yeah, 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 yeah Chris Farley, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he died. died like yeah. midway through. Yeah, yeah, that's sad. Yeah. It's crazy. Some of the behind-the-scenes stories of films are just yeah, like fascinating. Yeah. It is mad. Yeah. So if you were gonna if you were gonna end this podcast with a song, <laughs> kind of a a big song to finish on, what would we choose? That is a great question. <laughs> a sure, big you're, question. You're a guest, you have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was definitely deferring to you, Sean. Good. Barbie girl. I reckon... Barbie girl. <laughs> it's going to be like, ah, queer. Yeah. God, man, yeah, what would you do? I reckon uh, something with a bit of class, you know. We're classy gents, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mess up in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Need a bit of strings. Um, maybe uh-huh. like... You know, like the verb bit of Sweet Symphony? Just yeah. Like the, I can get behind that. But just that bit, the string section. I think that'd be a graceful exit. It's like when uh, the England football team are playing. <laughs> they use that. ITV use that. <laughs> oh, they do, don't they? Yeah. So weird. I'd like Fleetwood Mac, Fleetwood Mac the chain. Oh, it's yeah. A, the Formula One theme, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good one to go out well, I think if I was choosing, I'd go with uh, Pharrell Williams Happy just to lull you into that false sense of you're actually <laughs> happy and just keep playing it we'll talk to about fucking it, yeah. death. 
And that is it. We hope you enjoyed listening to our tepid take. If you want to send us your tepid takes, then email us at thetepidtake at outlook.com. And give us a follow and a like on Instagram at the tepid take. And we've been uh, the fucking, what's it called again? Oh my god, the biggest spider just <laughs> roamed into my room. <laughs> <laughs> Shit in hell. Um,